USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to Money Wise. We're here to work with you every Sunday morning and give you some new ideas for retirement, for savings, for investment, even for taxes. We don't give actual tax advice on the telephone. We'll give you some tax tips. If you want actual tax advice, you need to talk to somebody one-on-one, face-to-face, who knows what they're talking about. But let's begin. My name is Ray Lance. I've been doing the radio show for a long time, and I've been doing it for a very long time with my son, the president of USA Wealth Group, Peter Lance. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. And I actually think it's coming up on our 13th year. I'll double check that, but I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, we'll have sure. to double check, but we've been doing it for a very long time. And you know, I guess you might say we've got a lot to talk about, don't we? Uh, some people tell me that I talk too much and that they need to interject sometimes. Well, so do you want to talk about politics today or not? I don't. No, I don't ever like to talk with politics other than extremely close friends and family. (laughs) Well, politics are a a very difficult subject, so we're not going to talk about politics, but we now have officially begun recently the political season. I did Boston Bartender School training to learn how to become a bartender when I was about 21 or 22. So that was a long time ago, first Mm -hmm. of all. And the very first thing that they said is, don't talk about politics or religion, period. Well, it's easier to do today because not too many people are as religious as they used to be. But our topic today is we want to talk about... But hold on, hold on. Before we get into the topic, I just want to say one more thing. Okay. Because, you know, even though you've said this probably once or twice a year for the past five years, it's still one of my favorite little, not quotes, but um, the definition of politics that you like to share. Are you going to give it or do you want me to give no, it? No, I'd like you to give it. Okay, politics. Defin- here's the definition of politics, ladies and gentlemen. It's poly from the Greek word meaning many, ticks, a small blood-sucking insect. I just always thought that was a wonderful definition of politics. So here's a general quotation, my first quotation of the day from Ben Franklin, one of my favorites. He was a very wise man. He was a very smart man. Didn't have any formal education, but he was very smart. Uh, he once said, and let me just preface this by saying, this is not directed at any particular politician. It's not directed at any particular political party. Uh, rather, it's directed at all of them. So as he said, any fool can criticize, condemn, and complain, and most fools do. Benjamin Franklin said that a long time ago. So, But that's, that's not a uh, political commentary on anybody it's a political commentary on everybody well i think that that's true well so let's now not we can get into the show let's not do any con- condemning or complaining or criticizing today let's talk about how do you know when it's time to retire well a lot of people would like to retire when they're 50 we've had a few clients that have retired fairly early most people tend to retire at so-called traditional retirement ages which is You know, 62, 65, 70, and so forth. So here's some questions we're going to ask you today, and we're going to go into a little bit more specifics. Have you been thinking about retirement? Would you like to retire? Are you tired? Is it time to go on and do something else with your life and kick back just a little bit? Well, just like we've been doing this radio show for almost 13 years, and again, during the break, I'm going to confirm that that's what it is, but I believe it was March or April of what would it be 2011 if that's yeah. well we've got records we can so go back we'll and go check. back and at one point we had the number of shows all counted out and everything but we are well over 500 shows and i think 13 years so i'll double check but um so i've been doing the radio show with you for a long time we've been doing financial planning for a long time and we have seen it all um i have seen many clients who come to me in their mid-50s who say gee, just realize that we're getting closer to retirement age and we haven't done any planning, we haven't done any real saving to speak of, and what do we do? 
Um, and then there's other people who have just been doing nothing but scrimping and saving and investing. And what's really interesting is that usually the people that just sort of seem very laid back about it um, are the ones who are in trouble and really have not done planning and really not saved. Well, that's what we do, obviously, at USA Wealth Group. We help people plan uh, for their finances and plan for their retirement. So I'm going to give you one more quotation before we actually dive into the subject in a little bit more detail. And that's my favorite quotation, which I discovered probably, I don't know, four or five, six months ago. And I now have it in my cell phone every single day. It's a Latin quotation, si non nunc quando, S-I. Say non nunc quando, it means if not now, when? So I think the number one problem that a lot of people have in this country is procrastination, just putting things off. Absolutely. So today is a personal invitation from Ray Lance and Pete Lance to simply say, don't put things off. Make some decisions, do some planning, get and, ready. And that's absolutely true. I mean, it's amazing because there's some things that I have had as personal goals and I try to accomplish as many as I can. And, you know, it's, it starts with small goals and it builds to others. Um, but there's some goals that I really have not worked on since 2020. And that was to, you know, really get into playing the guitar. And it's mostly for me just finding more free time, which I just don't have a lot of. But I'm thinking, holy cow. For four years, I've been saying I'm going to pick up the guitar more, and if not now, when? But that goes into your financial planning goals as well. So start something now. And if you're a regular listener to the radio show, and not just to this show, uh, but to um, WBSM, you'll be hearing by now um, my new radio spots for USA Wealth Group that says that, if not now, when? So pick up the phone and, and start planning today. Well, one of the things that's true today, Pete, is that Americans are working much later than they ever have before. Um, the average retirement age used to be 62, um, actually it was 62 in 2023, and that's up from 57. So did you know that in 1991, the average retirement age in this country was 57 years of age? And that's according to a Gallup poll that was taken. I would say the majority of people want to retire early or, um, you know, early now is 60, 62, and still a lot of people want to retire then, especially when they can start taking Social Security. And we, we've had many shows on that topic and why you should delay Social Security as long as possible. Um, but again, we've seen it all, and I've seen a lot of people who retire only to find out that they're bored. Well, but a lot of people simply don't have the luxury of being able to stop early and retire when they would like to retire. Um, financially, they are not able to go without a paycheck. So they continue to work well after, say, age 65. I've seen people that I know working as retail clerks in retail stores. Um, and they're well beyond retirement age because they need the income to support themselves. Well, I know a personal story of people who retired early um, I'm not going to get into details about the specifics because um, they were local. They moved somewhere else when they retired, and they were not clients of ours. Um, they had all of their assets in the market and fairly aggressive still. And when the um, um, market correction and the housing bubble burst in 2008, uh, people say 2008, but it was really the tail end of 2007 until the beginning of 2009, uh, they lost almost all of their retirement savings and assets, and um, they both went back to work and sort of, you know, piddly kind of jobs. Yeah, or you see people who have left their regular full-time job and they're now working a part-time job. So if you wait too long to retire, you might regret the extra years that you have to work. And if you leave too early, you might feel lost in your new life because... I think one of the things that's really true in this country in particular is what you do and what kind of work you do really often defines who you are and what you think you are. Well, also, you know, people are living longer, people are having longer lifespans and, um, you know, so therefore you need more money to live potentially. Um, so a lot of people may be clinging to jobs that they are not happy with. Uh, maybe they're not taking up some hobbies on the side to fulfill their lives in other ways. 
Um, so people are experimenting with different things, trying to adjust to living longer and adjust to the idea of retirement. If you're someone who doesn't really know what you want to do in retirement, maybe you want to continue working on a part-time basis and you know extend your earnings. Um, but a lot of people are trying new things, especially retirees. Um, pickleball is the number one fastest growing quote-unquote sport. I've yet to play it, but I'm interested to check out what it is. I don't really think it's super active and sweat-inducing, but um, pickleball might be uh, something interesting to you. Bible study, volunteer work. Um, really, before you make the jump to retirement, maybe see what gives you a real sense of purpose or happiness in your retirement. Yeah, I think in the next quarter uh, of the show that we're going to talk about that in more detail. What I do want to say is that what we do at USA Wealth Group, Pete, is we help people plan for retirement, plan for finances, plan to be more conservative and how they're investing their money. We don't want to see people lose money. Nobody wants to lose money. You want to be able to make money, but you don't want to lose money at the same time. So uh, give us a call. Give Peter a call at 508-998-8858 or give me a call. And we'll be happy to set up a time and meet with you and talk about what are your retirement goals? There's an article from the Wall Street Journal from the very end of 2023 that talks specifically about how do you know when it's right to retire. Um, there's been some very specific research that shows that too many empty hours can leave people miserable and depressed. So I think that's an important comment, Pete, because I think what you're basically saying is don't just say I'm going to retire when I hit a certain age without having some idea about what you'd like to do when you do retire, have some goals in mind, have some and, way to redefine your identity. And consider ramping down your retirement slowly, maybe with a new role um, or a new hobby, as I mentioned before. Talk to your family. Maybe retiring at the same time as your partner is a good thing or a bad thing. Um, you know, have a shared vision for travel or caring for the grandkids or whatever else you are looking to do in retirement. I don't know about you, but I, I personally see a lot of couples where one person retires before the other, and it's not often, uh, often it's it's the man who retires first. Yeah, we, we see that a lot, where one is still working and one is retired. Yep. Maybe they don't want to be spending all their time with each other during the course of the daytime. That could be the case. <laughs> that could be the case. Well, well, you know, in any event, we're going to take a break, and when we come right back, uh, we're going to talk about some more specifics about how do you know when it's time to retire and how do you prepare for that? You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Back to Money Wise this morning, ladies and gentlemen. I bump into people all the time that say they like to listen to the show and we're glad. I just want to remind folks also that if you ever want to listen to a show and you were busy or doing something else and you weren't available to do that, you can visit usawealthgroup.com. You can visit our website, and we do put our shows up on our website as well, and you can sign into that, and you can listen to a show if you'd like to. So Ben Franklin also once said, God helps those who helps themselves. Did you ever hear that expression, Pete? I have. Um did you ever have a parent who told you that before? Um, you can't, not that I'm aware of. You can't expect to have everything in life just handed to you. You've got to be able to help yourself. The same is certainly true with retirement, isn't it? If you don't make some plans and if you don't talk about it, if you don't talk to your spouse about it. Um, so I, I think the first thing that I would recommend is when you're thinking about retirement and you get a retirement date, I mean, some people know on this exact day is going to be my last day. I'm leaving on that date. Um, if you know that you have a date, you also ought to have some kind of a plan, not only financially, but just personally. What are some of the things that you'd like to do when you retire? So I wanna come back to that for one second. Let me tell you some of the things that I'm working into right now that I wanna do. I wanna work more with nonprofit organizations, and I've said that a few times, and um, 
I've got a lot of experience in the past working with nonprofits and serving on some nonprofit boards. I've helped manage money for a number of nonprofit organizations. And I would like to continue to do that because you feel like you're doing something to create some good for humanity at the same time. I yep, could never be somebody. Yeah, I could never be a person that would sit at home and watch daytime television and, you know, I could read books, but even that would get boring after a while. I can't imagine watching daytime television. That's awful. So one of the things that I would do more is I would do more regular exercising. I would do more walking, for example. Right now when you're working, you feel like you don't have enough time to do this. It's funny, when I... um think back all of a sudden to when I was in middle school and high school and I was truly sick. Um, I, I very rarely ever tried to get out of school unless I was actually sick, but I remember morning television was fun. You had the prices right, and then as soon as that changed, it was the news and soap operas, and it was just like, okay, now it's time to nap. <laughs> it was awful, but anyways, um, you just talked about walking more. I'm reading a book right now by Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's uh, called Be Useful, and it says uh, it's uh, seven tips for being more productive in life, something like that is the title. And it's actually really interesting. He's become more of like a motivational speaker and he's got some very interesting takes on things. And he worked his butt off to become a, um, uh, the number one, you know, world champion uh, weightlifter, bodybuilder, yeah, body and then actor. And people laughed at him when he said he was gonna be a, a top-notch actor. Um, and then uh, his political career. So it's a really fascinating book. and. One of the things that he writes that length about is how going for a walk is proven to stimulate your thoughts and, and your brain and, and that some of the best thinkers uh, in the history of this world got some of their best thoughts just by walking. So if you're going to do that, and if you have interesting thoughts that pop up that you want to remember, bring something along with you to write or to record or recording your cell phone or do something so you won't forget these things because things come in and out of your brain more quickly as you get more older. It's true. I wake up almost every morning about four in the morning and I think of half a dozen things and I've got to remember to put a notepad next to my bedside table because I only remember three or four of them by the time I wake up. <laughs> well, exactly. That's what happens to your brain. Your brain, we only use, what, 10 to 20% of our brain capacity? It's been proven? I use 25. Okay. Well, I try to use more, but it doesn't always work. So most importantly, come back to the basics. How do you know when it's time to retire? Ask yourself some questions. Do you enjoy what you're doing? Do you like your job? Do you feel like you're making some uh, contribution to humanity? Are there other things that you'd rather be doing? Um, are you tired of what you're doing? But then you need to create a plan. You need to redefine your identity. Maybe say, what are some of the things that I've always wanted to do in my life that I've never felt I had the time to do? Like you just said, Take guitar lessons. So many things. I mean, there's so many different great hobbies out there. I know I would never lack for things of wanting to do. I right now just don't have the time to do it. Mm -hmm. um, so it seems sort of silly, but I've always wanted to learn how to do stained glass, and that came from our old friend and Masonic brother. Yeah, um, Sam. Yep, Sam Walder. Yep. He was a great guy, and he did stained glass, beautiful stained glass. Yep. And uh, that's sort of like a lost hobby now, I, I would say, but I would like to get into that at some point. Why don't you do it now? No time. <coughs> it's just never, by the time I am done with my kids, my family, chores and, and errands and obligations and some work at night and exercise, which I am dedicated to doing, um, I work out almost every single day now. Well, son. And no time. <clears throat> How many hours are there in a day? Not enough. 24? So let's say you sleep for one-third of that. I don't, but... Okay. <laughs> but subtract the time that you sleep, and you have exactly the same amount of hours in the day that everybody else has. We all do. So the real choice is, how do you decide to use those hours, and how do you decide to schedule your time and plan your time? And what are some of the things that you can cut out of your time that really are taking too much of your time? Or how can you do some things more efficiently? I feel like we need to have a little song insert here. And the cat's in the cradle and the suit. <laughs> well, so 
As I said with Ben Franklin, God helps those who help themselves. You've got to make your own decisions about how you choose to use your time. Well, this Wall Street Journal article talks about, you know, if someone, you really want to consider retirement and how it's going to change, you know, who you are. If you're really happy in a role that you're in, like if, if being a salesperson is your most you know, cherished identity is what it says specifically here. Maybe you're not ready to retire if that's a big part of your life. Again, maybe, you know, taking a, a smaller role and cutting down on your hours and, and slowly phasing into retirement might be a better solution. So get a pad of paper and a pen and sit down and say, what are some of the major six words that describe you? And, you know, are you full of energy? Are you energetic? Um, are you a kind person? Um, and then write down, you know, are you a leader? Are you outgoing? Are you a social person? And how would retirement change who you are? You know, so those are some very good, useful things to do. We're going to talk about the financial side of this in just a couple of minutes because that's just as critically important as can you afford to retire? Are you ready to retire? Yeah, and we've done shows on this before about, you know, do you want to possibly move in with children in in-law apartment type of scenario? Do you want to downsize? There's so many different things that we've discussed on this topic before. If you want to go and listen to our old shows, um, they're on our website, they're on Apple Music or wherever you stream, you know, your podcast. So go and listen to those shows as well. But one of the things this um, article from the Wall Street Journal recommends doing might be difficult and challenging for some people, especially for possibly older men, uh, but it recommends not necessarily journaling, but writing down your thoughts and ideas about what your retirement will look like. They call it specifically a life map. Yeah, create a life map for yourself. What that means is what are some of the things that you'd really like to do that you've always felt you didn't have enough time to do? If it's more exercise, put down more exercise. And then start it in small stages if you can. If it's spending more time with your family or helping children or grandchildren, write that down. You know, think of all the kinds of things that you could be doing. And how about getting ready in case something should happen to you? Do you have a proper will or a trust or a state plan in place? If you don't, do something about it. Make a plan. Give a call to Lance Law, for example, at 508-998-8800 and say, you know, it's time I sat down and thought about protecting my family. Yeah, and there's always something, I like to say this from time to time, there's always something that we can do to help you regardless of what situation you are in. There just always is. Um, There's advice that we can give you to make you have a a more um, financially stable retirement, Uh, maybe give you ideas about what to do in retirement if you don't have, you know, specific things in mind. Um, This um, article, again, says that a a recent AARP survey shows that more than 40% of older adults are planning to work in retirement. And so think about that. That's almost half of older, already retired adults who are planning to go back to work or are continuing to work. Or do something else with their life. No, this says specifically work in retirement. So Pete, do you ever think of having personal goals of things that you would like to achieve? Like when I look back on my own life, Obviously, I'm a lot older than you are. Um, I think of things that I've been fortunate enough to be able to accomplish, groups that I've been able to work with and affiliate with, and achievements that I've been able to achieve. Those are things that are important. But I always feel like I'm not done yet. You know, there's still more things that I would like to do. If not now, when? Yeah, if not now, when? Exactly. No, I absolutely have very specific financial goals. I have very specific personal goals. Um, one of them is to, you know, see my children grow up and have grandkids, um, and um, you know, be there to potentially walk my daughter down the aisle. And one of the things I did for that uh, is to quit smoking about 11 or 12 years ago. Um, so that was a goal that I accomplished. Uh, I want to hike all 48. 4,000-foot mountains in the White Mountains. How many have you done? Only three. Okay. Um, and I was thinking, I was reading a book last right. night about Mount Everest, and I was thinking, that might have been a goal of mine maybe 10 or 15 years ago, but I read that only 6,600 people have ever done it, and over 330 people have died. Um, 
and that's what they know about. So they actually think it's over 400. So think about that. 6,600 people have done it, and about 400 people have died trying to do it. Well, climbing Mount Everest <laughs> has never been a goal of mine, but did you know that your cousin, one of your cousins, was part of a, a camp a crew? that uh, Appalachian Trail? No, Mount Everest. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Uh, your cousin Jay. No, I knew that he hiked he the was, Appalachian Trail, or a big chunk of it, but... No, he also he was on a, also on a team to climb Mount Everest. Not everybody gets to go to the top. The team supports whoever actually makes it to the top. No, I didn't know that. I think he got to 18,000 feet or something like that. Yeah, it takes a very long time to get um, even to the base camp. We will be right back after a short break. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance. Powered by the USA Wealth Group, helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise on this Sunday morning. I'm Ray Lance, and with us also is uh, Pete Lance. Pete is the uh, president, as of about a half a year ago, of USA Wealth Group. I'm uh, taking a secondary position, which is I am a vice president. So we're talking about how do you know when it's time to retire? And you need to do some preparation. You need to have some goals. You need to have some specifics. We can help you with all of this at USA Wealth Group, call and make an appointment to see Peter or to see me. Uh, give us a call at 508-998-8858. You know, Pete, Ben Franklin also said once, work as if you were to live a 100 years. Pray as if you were to die tomorrow. I like that one. I like that this one. This is a really interesting one. This is, again, from that same article, but it's a, it's a story just to maybe put some thought when you're listening at home into this. Um, This gentleman had a buyout package at age 55 and he decided to retire obviously very early at 55. Then he started looking at obituaries and thinking about how tributes for even the most dedicated professionals usually only include a line or two about their work. And then he pictured himself in an elevator chatting with a complete stranger for a couple of floors. Did he want his intro and his obituary to be that he was a sales and marketing executive or that he was a husband, father, and hockey volunteer? So nine years into retirement, um, or right away into retirement, he started coaching and volunteering for hockey. Um, And he said that now it's really a lasting legacy that he's been a hockey coach for nine years and continues to do that. Mm -hmm. I think all the time I coached baseball for my boys and Charlotte for over 13 years and what a lot of time that was that I put in but of course I time well spent I miss it I miss being on the field and you know maybe as I get older and the kids are out of the house and I have some more spare time hopefully maybe I would you know be an assistant coach down the road but you've also done some other interesting things Pete you served in the Marine Corps Uh, you served as a volunteer firefighter and went to a firefighter training um, in the town of Dartmouth and um, you've done a lot of other interesting things. I did, and I think about maybe one day going back to the fire department. Um, again, if time allows, that was the only reason that I, I left, is I was just too busy, far yep. too busy. Too many, too many things I was involved in. Well, Ben Franklin also said once, a life of leisure and a life of laziness are two things. There will be sleeping enough in the grave. That's true. In other words, get out and do some stuff. Well... You need a plan. You need maybe to have a life map, but you also need to make sure your finances are in order, don't you? You need to make sure that you take Social Security at the right age. We're going to be doing a special show on Social Security and some seminars, uh, seminars coming up on well. Social Security. We will announce on that in the next couple of weeks. No, that's a good point, and we mention this fairly regularly that one of the things that we do that you know people may find not necessarily awkward but oh my gosh i haven't even thought about this and most people haven't so if you're one of them listening at home right now don't think that you're in the minority you're in the majority i can't tell you how many people when we say that we're going to do a budget and an income plan for them they say i have no idea i just don't know anymore and and the simple fact is that very few people balance a checkbook anymore 
Not only that, but very few people ever look at their investment statements if they have investment accounts. Nope, they don't really know truly what they're earning, what the fees are, or anything else. So I was going to say we have software programs here that we can do Social Security calculations and show you what your uh, Social Security total earnings will be uh, if you start collecting at 62 versus 66 versus you know 70. Um, we also have uh, the software to do Morningstar reports and show you what your brokerage account truly looks like. And I would say the vast majority of people, when I show them truly what's going on with their with their brokerage account, are really, it, it opens their eyes. And they said, gee, I didn't realize this or I didn't know that. Well, don't you think it's true that most people don't really understand what they're paying when they have an investment account, what their fees are? Most people don't see their fees or understand their fees. Absolutely, or you know, the stress test that shows what your portfolio would look like if you had a really, if we had a really strong bull market versus a really strong bear market again. Um, and, and this puts a very specific number <clears throat> called a risk score on your portfolio. So let's stop right there for a second. A bull market is when the market is increasing in value and charging ahead. So if you think of a bull as charging ahead, a bear market is when the stock market is pulling back and values are going down. Maybe right? going into hibernation. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's actually not a bad analogy. So, But a bull market and a bear market aren't necessarily fancy terms. Just think of the animal. Right. A bull market means it's going forward, you know, and charging ahead and, and doing well. It's funny. There's so many TV shows and movies where they show the famous Wall Street bull. And I finally had a chance to visit that last year, last June. And it's such a major tourist attraction now. In New York? In New York. Yeah. There's a long line of people waiting to get a, their photo taken. And they have these metal barricades all around it. So when you see it in the movie and people are just walking by it and not really paying attention to it and there's... That's all scripted Hollywood stuff because you well, can't. Probably people were touching the bull, which is probably made out of brass, right? Yes. And, you know, they reached out and touched the horns and got horny. No, that's not what I meant. They, they make it all polished and shiny, right? <laughs> Did I say I that? wish, you know, this is where Kim should be videotaping, where we should just have a video camera running in the studio and we can take little clips. Maybe we should do that. Just have a tripod with, and you can sort of cut and paste, cut, you know, certain <clears throat> moments out of the show because the look I just gave him would have been interesting to, for people to see at home. Well, I didn't say anything that was uh, improper. Oh, no, never, never. <laughs> um, actually, I looked into this at the um, on our first break and I forgot to mention it. Uh, in our second segment, and now I'm almost halfway through our third segment. Our radio show was, the very first one was March 31st of 2012. So we are almost 12 years into doing our radio shows. Well, 12 and 12 is 24, okay. All right, well, that's a long time, isn't it, Pete? So I thought we were coming up on our 13th year, but it's almost our 12th year. And um, there was one other thing I was gonna mention as it relates, oh, I know what it was. We used to record right um, and and be with you every Sunday morning right in WBSM studios in Fairhaven. Yes. And this was your idea for about a year to have an in-house studio in order to broadcast our radio show. Right. And you finally brought it to um, the forefront and said, we're going to get this done and told the marketing director to purchase the equipment and dedicate a section of our office to doing that. And we had our first in-office radio show uh, sometime in January or February of 2020. And then COVID happened. And we would not have been able to continue the show if your dream had not you know, become a reality. And so that was a good thing. So maybe what I should do is put my talents uh, to thinking about the future to predicting the stock market. What do you think? Go for it, please. I think that, you know, we do have, it's funny, we have a crystal ball in our office in one of the conference rooms that um, somebody gave to us at one point, and not often, but once a year, twice a year, either you or I will grab it and say, nobody has a true crystal ball to understand what's going to happen. We have some ideas, but not a guarantee as to what's going to happen with the markets. But we do. We have a crystal ball. It just doesn't (laughs) tell us anything. (laughs) Well, you do need to plan for a long retirement, most importantly. So guess what the biggest financial risk is in retirement, Pete? It's longevity. People living too long and outliving their money. 
I've seen it many, many times. We've had seen people that have gone and done, you know, different kinds of things like selling their house or uh, things of that nature because they've run out of money yeah, and afford it. And it's not that often that we recommend it because it's certainly not necessarily the be-all, end-all, best solution. But in some cases, we have recommended a reverse mortgage um, for people. There's been people who were you know, 10, 20 years in retirement and starting to run out of money and they come to us and say, what do we do? And you know, we've taken on somebody to rent out one of our bedrooms and we really didn't want to do that. <clears throat> and we you know, saw that they had a fully paid off house with a lot of equity and said, maybe this is a good option for you. So again, as I mentioned in the first segment, there's always something that we can do to you know, recommend or give some advice to help you. So do, do you think men and women are different when it comes to retirement? Uh, that's sort of a blanket statement, but mm. uh, overall, I, I know that more women are controlling the finances, but a lot of our clients that we see who are older, they lose their spouse and have absolutely no idea what you know was going on, how to balance the checkbook, how to you know track what their money is invested in. And, but that, that is absolutely shifting and more and more women of the younger generation are, are handling the finances. Well, women in this country right now manage more money than men do. Yep. They absolutely do. Ben Franklin, by the way, once said, I guess I don't mind so much being old as I mind being fat and old. You don't really see very many people who are fat and old, though. No, it's true. Why? Probably because they die of heart failure. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Well, in any event, plan for a longer retirement than what you think because we're all living longer people are living longer and that is actually the biggest financial risk for retirees so when we sit down with you and help you plan we want to make sure that number one um, you're going to make sure that you are realistic about how long you're going to last and how long your money might last you know i came across something very interesting recently pete um you would think that we have high property taxes in Massachusetts. You know, people complain about it all the time. Do you know of the six New England states, Massachusetts has the lowest property taxes? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was shocked to find that out. Uh, New Hampshire is a very high property tax. They're number three in the country. Vermont is number four. Connecticut's number five. Rhode Island is number 13. Massachusetts is down to number I'm sorry, Maine is number 16. Massachusetts is number 18 in the, state, in the country. So our taxes are not as high as people think that they are. And all of the other five New England states have higher property taxes than we do. Sometimes people say, well, I'm gonna go move to New Hampshire or Vermont because it's gonna be cheaper to live. Not necessarily. Well, there's almost always a trade-off also. I mean, people like to think that they wanna move to Florida because there's no income tax, but Florida property taxes are through the roof. Property taxes and sales tax. Property taxes in Florida are very high on everything. So we're going to come back uh, after a short break again and continue our final discussion on uh, when do you know, how do you know when it's a good time to retire. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to our topic today, uh, which is how do you know when it's time to retire? Well, first of all, you may know when you would like to retire Do you have the financial wherewithal to do it? Do you have enough money to take care of your bills? Have you paid off your credit cards? Have you paid off your debts? Do you have enough income? Uh, One of the documents that we have that we're happy to provide from USA Wealth Group is called your Retirement Income Planning Checklist. It's a very thorough document. Um, It's probably, I'm guessing, about 15 to 16 pages. No, actually it's 21 pages long on how to plan for retirement with your income. If you haven't thought about it, if you'd like a copy of this, it's called Plan for a Long Life. Healthcare expenses may increase. You might need a housing plan or two. Uh, How to plan for long-term care assistance. 
uh, consider what inflation has done for you. Everybody listening today knows what inflation has done to all of us. Uh, how to evaluate your goals. What do you know about your social security benefits if you haven't started collecting yet? What about taxes in retirement? So Pete, I think you're aware that roughly two years from now, January 1, 2026, everybody's income taxes in this country are scheduled to go up again. It's already written into the law. It was the Tax Act, it was done in 2017, and what it did is it reduced corporate taxes permanently, it reduced individual income taxes temporarily. Well, the temporary period is up and we go back to our old higher tax brackets and tax rates January 1, 2026. That's true. And uh, one of the things I like to say is if there's anyone even remotely considering a Roth IRA and what that could do for themselves or for leaving a legacy that's even greater um, to their beneficiaries or to a charity, um, an IRA is simply an IOU to the IRS. So uh, especially when you're going to be having higher taxes in two years, just under two years from now, um, now is the time to, con if not now, when? Yeah, so let's explain that just a little bit. When you have IRA money, it's money that you've got a deduction for typically in the past, which means you've never had to pay income taxes on it. Well, the IRS wants you to pay income taxes on it at some point in time. So they have all these rules for when you have to start taking out minimum distributions. The money that you take out of your IRA account, 100% ordinary income, and it's taxable. So we've recently been doing some Roth conversions for people. It's complicated, uh, it's detailed, it's not for everybody, but it's something that you may wanna take a look at, especially if you don't really need your IRA as a source of income in retirement, and it's a significant amount, you may wanna think that maybe I wanna do a Roth conversion, so now my children are gonna inherit this money and they're not going to pay any income taxes on it. It's a great, great legacy to leave to your children um, or charity, like I mentioned. So again, it's not for everybody, but it certainly is a very useful and interesting idea and concept for you to consider. And if you don't know anything about it or would like to learn more and see if it's maybe something for you, give us a call at 508-998-8858. We've got a lot of useful information. We've got budget forms. We've got checklists for... Um, your income planning, as I've mentioned. A lot of people are really surprised that I've met with, they don't think they have enough money to retire, or they're not sure they're gonna be able to make it. First thing we wanna do is to sit down and say, what are your goals? When do you wanna retire? And why do you wanna retire at that age? And then we say, what's your budget? What are you spending? What are your income sources now? And let's take a look and figure out what will your income sources be when you actually start retirement? And that's one of the things that I think a lot of people have a misconception of when they meet with us. We are here to help you, first and foremost. We love doing it. We've got a lot of experience and useful information to share with you. Our first meeting is almost entirely just getting to know you and you getting to know us and you know, finding that comfort level, especially with you feeling comfortable with us and getting a sense as to what it is that you're here for and what your goals are, what you'd like to do and how can we help you. So that's our number one goal and, and what we typically talk about in our, our first uh, introductory meeting. Um, there's an article that was just written at the end of December called Five Things I Wish I Had Known Before I Retired. Um, and it has a, a survey that says that most Americans are feeling uncertain these days and there's something called the Employee Benefit Research Institute's 2023 Retirement Confidence Survey. Only 18% of people currently working and 27% of retirees feel confident that they will have enough money to live comfortably throughout their retirement. And we can help make you more comfortable because we can show you exactly what your budget is based upon your numbers, of course. And then we can show you Here's what your sources of income are, regular sources. Here's what the gap is or the surplus. So if you have a gap, then the question will be, where can you get the additional money from? If you have money in investments, we can show you how to set up a withdrawal plan so that you can cover the gap and make sure you can feel comfortable. I've had so many people when I've met with them and gone through this analysis, and they've just been totally relieved and said, I didn't think I could afford to retire. 
We've shown people how you can do that. Well, one of the first things I mentioned at the first segment is that we see it all, and um, the people that are usually the most nervous when they come to see us are the ones that we can tell them, you know, whether it's the first meeting or the second meeting, listen, we've just done a complete plan for you, and here's a calculation showing that you are going to run out of money in 29.7 years if you never earn any more, or 34.2 years if you're earning this amount of um, a rate of return. And basically, you're 65 now, and you're um, never going to run out of money when we put this plan into place for you. You're welcome and free to retire. Yep, you know, that, that's a good uh, discussion, Pete. I want to go into that actually a little bit more. So let's say we do your budget, and you need X dollars to live on, but you've only got your social security check and you've got this, maybe you've got a small pension from an earlier job or something of that nature, and you have a gap and you need maybe $1,000 of additional income per month. We can then take a look at the assets that you have, whether it's bank accounts or investment accounts or whatever it happens to be and say, just what you just told uh, us on the radio. And that is, if you only took $12,000 a year out of this account and you divided it, it's gonna last you 23 years or 27 years or something like that, even if you made, never made another nickel on this. And sure, you'll have to account for inflation, but you're gonna make some money on what your investments are. Well, the calculations can include a percentage for you know anticipated inflation rates, which are obviously not going to be an exact science, but um, we can do the calculations many different ways and, and show you many different calculations. And again, everybody's different. Some people rely on dividend income. Um, some people reinvest their dividends. Some people don't have brokerage accounts at all. Everybody's different, every single person that we meet with. You know, I really have always liked Ben Franklin, and I want to give you a quotation that doesn't really have anything to do with today, but I just like it. Uh, he once said, talking about men and women, when men and women die, as poets have sung, his heart is the last part to move, her last, the tongue. Interesting. I just thought that was cute. This article, I talked about five things I wish I'd known before I retired. Number one is exactly what we're here for the value of good, trustworthy financial advice. Well, the most important part of all this discussion is don't put it off. If you're thinking, yep, I've got three more years that I can retire, then do something, make a plan. Sit down with us, we'll help you do the analysis, we'll figure out, you know, maybe you can afford to retire sooner. What if you have medical issues and you wanna retire sooner because you don't think you're gonna have longevity? Uh, let's sit down and discuss it, make a plan. Make sure that you've got everything in order so that your spouse is taken care of or your children are taken care of. If you don't plan, if you don't make some arrangements, then it's gonna be a mess, and we've seen plenty of messes too. I mentioned again in our first segment um, about how some people come to me and they are you know, five years, seven years, whatever, away from retirement. I've got a very specific couple who I met with um, gosh, three or four years ago now at least. And um, this is number three on that five things I wish I'd known before I retired. How much catch-up contributions can be a game changer? So I started telling them, you know, you don't have a lot of assets. You really need to start saving as much as you can now. So uh, as soon as you reach um, 50 or older, you can start doing catch-up contributions and contributing even more to that IRA or Roth IRA. Yeah, that's a good point. I've had people do that sometimes even within one or two years of retirement. Obviously, you're not gonna save a lot when you do that, but stop spending, start saving. Um, ben Franklin also said once, and I think this is very appropriate, he that won't be counseled can't be helped. If you don't wanna get advice and you don't wanna get information, then you always do what you've always done, you always get what you've always gotten. Well, again, and I don't want to sound like a broken record. It's funny, I use that saying all the time, even though it's an antiquated saying now. It is. I told you I coached baseball for 13 years, and I'll say, boys, I'm sounding like a broken record. And then I'll say, you don't understand what that saying means, so I'm <laughs> but, Well, records are back now. But um, uh, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but there's always something we can do to help. Um, I can't tell you how many times we have an experienced investor come in and um, have their eyes opened up to a new concept or, you know, showing them something with their portfolio that they thought was, you know, the, the bee's knees. 
<laughs> and I point out why maybe they want to think about something else. Well, I like to think that I learn new things every single day. That's uh, important. So, um, we're going to wind our show down right now. Just remind everybody that when's the best time to retire? It's really up to you. But get ready for it. Get prepared for it. If you're already retired and you still have questions about are you handling your finances correctly and appropriately? Are they going to last as long as you expect them to last? Make an appointment. Come see us. Give us a call at 508-998-8858. And Ben Franklin also said, time is money. So right now, you're out of time and we are out of time. So I'm not sure what that means. Call us. (laughs) (laughs) Call us. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. We will be with you again next Sunday morning on the radio. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business USA Wealth Group Incorporated. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by USA Wealth Group Incorporated are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Incorporated. Please remember that converting an employer plan account to a Roth IRA is a taxable event. Increased taxable income from the Roth IRA conversion may have several consequences, including, but not limited to, a need for additional tax withholding or estimated tax payments, the loss of certain tax deductions and credits, and higher taxes on Social Security benefits and higher Medicare premiums. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA. This radio show is a paid placement.